This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. That time of the week when we talk to our tech guy, Richard Pascoe, and he's always full of information, chock full. And, of course, he's got his website too with some valuable information for you, which we'll pass on. Uh, The link will be on our podcast, but we'll tell you that at the end of our chat. And good morning now to Richard Pascoe. Morning, Paul. Morning to all the listeners out there. I hope you're having a wonderful day and I hope you're all COVID-free and vaccined up. So I've had all my injections now, Paul. Oh, have you? Yes. Had their second jab of AstraZeneca. Bill Gates rang me to congratulate me. It's great. Good Thanks. stuff. And what about side effects? Any side effects? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> oh, you fool. You fool. He's already started, folks. Here we go. So, yes, hold on for the ride, folks. It's going to be rocky today, so yes. Oh, all right. Okay. you got some good stuff for us, eh? I think so, Paul. Terrific. We start with a fairly serious one. Very serious one. Yes, Apple have announced several new protections coming on its platforms to, well, really uh, to help children and and make sure that they're okay on the net. Uh, I think it's a really good idea. People are going to hear the term CSAM a lot. And now CSAM uh, in the next couple of months is called Child Sexual Abuse Material as well. Um, Now, what happens is that Apple on their new platform, which will be coming out uh, later next month, which is iOS 15 for the the iPhones and the iPads and the computers as well, it's going to help limit the spread of child sexual abuse material. I think it's a really good idea. Apple are copying a lot of blowback from privacy advocates out there. Um, But what happens is the Messages app will be getting new tools to warn kids and their parents when they receive or send sexually explicit photos. Now, if an explicit photo was sent, the image will be blurred and the child will be warned. Now, on top of being warned about the contact, they'll also be presented with resources and reassurances that it is okay not to view the photo because people always want to look at the photo, but, you know, it's okay not to look at those. And Apple also states that parents will be able to notify when their child might not be okay. I I think everything is, is very good about this. Now, as an added additional precaution, Paul, the child can also be told that to make sure they are safe, their parents will get a message if they do view it. Now, similar protections are available if the child attempts to send sexually explicit photos. The child will be warned before the photo was sent and the parents can receive a message if the child chooses to send it. Now, Apple are reassuring people that they're not looking at your photos. They use a thing called on-machine learning, which means it's embedded into your phone, into your iPad, um, to make sure that... Uh, that it identifies the images in a way that does not allow the company to access the messages. Because on child sexual abuse material, there is, a, there is actually a database that's held by that. And on every one of those images, there is actually a code on their poll. Now, what happens is if they copy that photo, they edit the photo in any way to say, well, we can still send these sort of stuff out there as well. That code is always embedded in that photo. 
sets off a warning there. So all the software is looking for is that code. So, you know, if you're an adult and you still want to go along and send, let's say, a rather suggestive uh, picture to somebody out there as well, you can probably still go ahead and do that. But this is all about child porn, Paul. Right. I think it's a really, really good thing. Absolutely. You'd have some information on your website about that too, wouldn't you? Well, I'm trying to put together a post to make it there, and it's proving quite difficult for me because I've got to write in a certain way It'll probably be going up Monday or Tuesday next week. I'm probably halfway through it. I'll have some links in there so you can be educated about this. People are going to go along and say, well, Apple are looking at my photos. You know, they're, they're not. They're, this is about child porn. This is what it's about, and I think it's a good thing. So it's basically a, a red flag comes up, basically, for That's Apple. Uh, yes, and, and they act accordingly. I think it's a great thing, too. Also, I don't know, a question without notice here. Uh, with child porn... Are the authorities all the time monitoring maybe certain phrases that are used on the internet, etc.? Is that how they capture these people, or how do they um, how do they find these these low lives? This is this is the awkward thing. I know how they catch them, and you'd rather not say. Most, most tech people know how they catch them. Good. Well, don't say I anything. Don't, I don't. I don't want to say it. No, don't. Because then it flags. It flags it to the people so they can try and circumvent it. I, I was privy to a uh, you know a conversation by authorities a few years ago, so I do know how it's done, and that's why I think it's very important that you know people like myself who do know how it's done, it's kept quiet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Support you 100%. We are talking with our tech guy, Richard Pascoe, as we do every week. Uh, Richard, um, it's time. Now, this is interesting because you're always telling us about iPhones and when to buy it, what to buy, etc. But if it's time to consider not buying an iPhone if you want the latest, can you please explain? In September, we will see the new iPhone come out. So if uh-huh. you want to, if your phone gets smashed tomorrow, and you want to go and buy a new iPhone, buy one. But if you, you know what, my contract's up about September, October, or things like that, should I go in early? No. Wait until the new iPhone comes out, because every year the new iPhone comes out, plans change, prices alter on some of the older ones out there, because I've got to get rid of some models, so you might save some money. So that's why I always say, you know, four, six weeks out, we don't buy a new iPhone until we see what happens in the marketplace. Now, some of the rumours for the new iPhone, Paul, um, a smaller notch at the top doesn't really bother me. I've got to say at the moment, that'd be great. A larger battery in there because... Hang on, just, re- just back up for a moment. I don't understand the notch business. At the top of your screen, you'll see the little black uh, part on there which has got a little camera embedded in it. Hang on a second. Oh, the, the little slit, you mean, like a like a little letterbox um, like opening. Like a letterbox. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Explain that. That's a notch. So that, that will be reduced in size down, so it's even more, less, uh, sorry, it's even less intrusive on there as well. What's the notch used for? Uh, it's, it's actually used just to hold the front-facing camera. Oh, okay. All right. So that's your camera in there. The no, it's not. No, it's the it, other yeah. side. There's a camera the other side. No, your camera's on the top. But the notch is not the camera. No, the notch control is it's the, however they did it. The little black part at the top, and you've got little uh, the camera's embedded inside that. Yeah, but on the other side is the camera. No. Yes. Well, hang on. Hang on. No, hang on. 
on. On my camera, right? And I'm pointing my camera. Now, the camera, I'm seeing the image, but the camera's on the other side. I'm looking at the notch, so it's not the camera. The camera is on the other side, because if I wave my hands, it's on the other side. It's a microphone. Hello? Take it back. It's got a microphone, in it? The notch has got a microphone. Sorry, let's backpedal. The yep. notch has a microphone in it and a little speaker in there as well. Oh, thank goodness. So that, the little notch is a speaker and a microphone. That's it, yes. Okay, so it's not the camera, that, which is on no, the other the side. Camera. Sorry, yep, <laughs> apologies for that, because people, I've got it up to my head at the moment, so yep. yes. That's okay, I understand. You've got a lot of stuff happening up in your head, and, you know, you're looking after people's technical stuff. We understand, that's fine. Anything else to say about that? Yeah, we've got a larger battery coming as well in it as well. We all love larger batteries. Bigger and better microphones. We love that. Anybody has to ring into a radio station, we always love bigger and better microphones, don't we, Paul? Well, yes, that's the notch. That's exactly right. That's right. Now, there'll be four devices on offer, as there is right now. Uh, a quicker refresh rate on the front screen, which means you can scroll up and down a lot faster as well. Uh, may feature an improved anti-smudge, anti-fingerprint coating to help reduce the number of fingerprints. And again, we still don't know whether it will be the iPhone 13 or the iPhone 12S. So we still don't know the name of it. No, we don't. Well, that doesn't matter. All right, I want to ask you a question, another one without notice. I want to replace this phone, right? Because my notch is not big enough. I want a bigger notch. Okay. No, you can't have it. It's going to get a smaller notch. Oh, a smaller notch. I might keep my big one. Okay, question without notice. I want to change over my phone, so I'm going to be very smart and wait to September, like you say, right? Good. I want a better camera, like I want a better video, because we're doing a lot of videos now and putting it up on our Facebook page. Which are some wonderful stuff's going up on their Facebook page, people, as well. Should I buy an old, uh, uh, the, the iPhone just going out? Or should I wait and buy the brand new one to get the, you know, you viewed video? You would, you, would, you would buy the brand new, let's call it the iPhone 13 Pro Max. Oh, he's already named it. There you go. It'll be a Pro Max, which is the largest size you can get. Because when it comes to tech ball size, it is everything. As we move on with our tech guy, Richard Pascoe, uh, we've mentioned this silly old TikTok, haven't we? Do you take advice from TikTok? Not when it comes to technology, because a lot of it's absolute crap on there as well. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise, so, surprise, surprise. I knew, I knew that. Tra- and where did that come from, Paul? Goma Pile. Goma Pile. So if you don't know who Goma Pile is, people just Google it. Great show. And he became Goma Pile because he was sitting on wet concrete and, and cold <laughs> concrete. So he was called Goma Pile. Thank you, Sergeant Carter. <laughs> okay, go on. There we go. So in July, a TikTok user went viral after claiming that you can turn your iPhone into a computer mouse via the phone's general settings. Sounds like a good idea, doesn't it, Paul? Yes. Put your phone down on the screen, run your finger over it, and you've got yourself a mouse. You beauty. Um, It sounds good. So he said, go to settings, scroll down to general, and then mouse and turn it on and shake it to activate it. Unfortunately, Paul, it was all a hoax on there as well. But in the meantime, he got 10,000 hits on his site um, for people as well. He probably had a mate in the back with a proper mouse connected to, you know, to his computer who was mimicking his finger movements on the screen. So Mm. 
you know, there's a lot of good tech advice out there in the world. I don't see much of it on TikTok, Paul. Yes. I, I, you know, I'm not a great fan of TikTok and either are you. And no, it comes out of our no. friends who gave us COVID-19, the yes, Chinese. No. But I did see a TikTok the other day with Reba McIntyre, the country music star. And it was a wonderful look through her home. And she used TikTok. She wasn't, yep. she wasn't dancing and carrying on like a fool. She was just doing a little tour of her house, which I found fantastic. But she could have done that on any platform, I guess. Instagram, Facebook, it didn't matter. So, yeah. Yeah. Crap tech item of the week. It's a bit of, is it all hush, hush? The, it's called the hush me, Paul. Yeah, that was my, now, what, that was why I did that little segue. I know, oh, it was very good. Um, it's a, it, it, it looks like a futuristic face mask. Okay. Now, now, what happens is you strap this thing onto your head. It, it goes all over your mouth, goes all the way up to your ears as well. <laughs> did you ever see, um, it was one of the Batman films, with, but did you ever see the Christopher Nolan Batman films? I did. The third one, which had the character, character in it called Bane, with the, with the, the helmet on, his head oh, all the time. Oh, yes, love that character. It looks a bit like that. But what it's designed to do, Paul, it's designed to block the sound of your phone calls in public. Now, we're supposed to connect to your phone, uh, wraps around uh -huh. your mouth. Yeah. Right? It's got connected audios in your head. You look like an absolute dickhead when you wear it. <laughs> but then you can take your calls without, supposedly without anyone eavesdropping. Uh, I thought of this as a bit like the cone of silence from Get Smart. <laughs> it never really works properly. But it's been proven that the Hushby doesn't actually block sound. And you know what? If I'm going to pay $250 for this piece of crap as well, I expected to do the one and only purpose. But do you know what? It looks like a big dog's muzzle. That's all it really looks like. And, uh, yeah, so that's the hush me on there as well. Just Google it, people. What a waste of time. I'd say the company has missed by that much. Much. Yes. <laughs> the crap tech item of the week. Hey, time for what me off. Uh, your turn this week to go first. Okay. You know what? me off, Paul? What? The anti-gluten people. Oh, dangerous, dangerous area you're coming into. I know, Paul. Oh, yep. there are many gluten people. <laughs> Do we call them gluten people, Paul? Well, they're anti-gluten. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't mind you being anti-gluten, but don't shove it down my throat. Touch the anti-vegans as well. I've got to say on that as well. deadly. <laughs> Deadly, deadly. Uh, by the way, this is a disclaimer from the host. I Anything he says from now on, I do not agree with. Uh, away you go. Wow. Throw me I'm under not, the bus here. Wow. Well, let me tell you, these vegan people and these, uh, you know, non-gluten people, mate, they, 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 they get out and protest. So I don't want anything to do with no, what... No, 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 we don't. I respect your right... Uh, not to have gluten in it or eat anything with gluten in it. I'm still a bit up in the air about what actually gluten is, to be quite honest. And I speak your right to be a vegan. What I don't like is you shoving it down my throat. I went to a barbecue the other week and there, were, there was um, this kid came up who and, and went, uh, are the sausages gluten-free? And the person who was running the barbecue said, of course they are, little Jimmy. They are gluten-free. 
And I stood there, but Jimmy took it away, and he's eating it quite merrily and everything like that. And I said to the person cooking the barbecue, are they really gluten-free? He said, I've got no idea. I just did it to satisfy them. I do that with most things on there as well. But gluten people and vegan people, I respect your right to be that. But you know what? I don't need you to shove it down my throat all the time. I quite like a steak. Do you like a steak, Paul? I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> the one time I... Uh... You're, you're on your own. Wow. And I thought you I thought you were a mate just won't throw me badly under the bus here. Um so I, I thought I was eating a, a vegan uh meal which was calamari and I got told it's the meat of the deep. So I couldn't actually have salt and pepper squig because it's the meat of the deep, so as well. So yep, you're gluten people and you're vegan people, I respect your right, but please don't try and shove it down my throat. Finished? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the official end of that segment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what f***s me off? You go to a department store, okay? Right. And you want some information and you look around and there is no one to help you. (laughs) What happened? Now, when I was growing up as a kid, mum and I would go into a department store in Sydney and there'd be people there, and if mum was looking for something or wasn't quite sure about a product that she wanted to buy, she would walk up to somebody and say, can you help me? And that person would help you and say, yes, it's over there, And uh, but but if you really want something else or an upgrade of that, go over there. Uh, but these days, you go into a department store, you literally, not that you'd fire a shotgun because the police would uh, be on top of you, but... <laughs> I'm, it, I'm just using a term. If you yeah. fired a shotgun in some of these department stores now... No, you wouldn't. You'd never hit anybody. Never hit a soul because no. there is no shop assistance to help you. Now, now they've done away with everybody, obviously, so they can make more money for the shareholders. But there you are. We have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. You know who, Houston, you know who it is? Houston, we have a problem. It's Ralph Hadzik, our mate from Adelaide. We'll Houston, take the we call and we won't tell him Houston, we're on we a podcast. Here we go. Houston, we Hi, mate. Hey, mate. How you going? Yeah, great, mate. Okay, I've just left Morgan on my way back to Adelaide. To oh, in the Riverland. The... Yes, Is that a euphemism? project I've been working on since uh, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, right. What What have you been doing? Uh, we uh, laid 4,200 square metres of turf. Ah, so you, you're into the grass. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I can say legally. Yeah. (laughs) She was, I'm fat, but I think thin. So that means I'm trans slender. Did you know that? (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. Hey, listen, I'm just talking to Richard Pascoe and, uh, you know, our our tech guy. And and Richard was, Richard really had a tirade, which I had nothing to do with. I I did a disclaimer. And he and he, he was talking about uh, vegans. He can't stand vegans, and and <laughs> he can't stand vegans, and he can't stand people who are who will not eat gluten. <laughs> well, gluten is made out of all sorts of animal fat. Oh, here yeah, we go. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, uh, what do you, do you love vegans? Uh, 
You are a vegan. Fair dinkum. Because if I run for parliament on the ticket of the Animal Justice Party, I have to be a fully transitioned vegan. So you don't eat any steak now? Nope. I've not had a steak for four, three months. Hey, listen, we've got to tell you, mate, I'm in the middle of the podcast with Richard Pascoe and I've got I've, I've, I've got you on speakerphone. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, but anyway, we've, so this is part of the podcast this week. You rang as we were doing our podcast. Right, just as well I didn't use any bad language. Well, that's a, well you did, according to Richard, uh, a vegan. <laughs> Sorry, mate, missed that. What Hang on, now you're Uh-oh. hearing every second word. Say it again. What do you call a fish with no eye? What do you call a fish with no eye? Yeah. Yeah. What do you, What do you call it? Fish. Fish. It's, it's all go, It's all going well, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's shocking. Mate, I'll just hang up on you. I'll ring you back after we've finished the podcast. Oh. <laughs> hey, mate, talk about technical. I mean, we're supposed to have good reception up here, and that was absolute crap at the end. Yeah, well, he's driving. He's driving. For the people who are listening to this, he is driving in a remote part of Australia. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. The Riverland of South Australia, you wouldn't consider remote. So, I, I yeah, we were able to put a man on the moon in 1969, yeah. and we still can't hear somebody from the Riverland of South Australia. It's an absolute bloody disgrace. So uh, he's fully vegan now for three months, mate. He's just eating vegan food and obviously, mm. obviously everything that doesn't have gluten in it. Mm. <laughs> You'll let me know if he has a big juicy steak, won't you? <laughs> oh, God. oh dear, oh dear. All right. Well, that was interesting. Him ringing in the middle of it. That was that was really interesting. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That's yeah. good fun. That's, 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 that's an, I'm going to make I'm going to make money out of that call. So it's great. So yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, tell us your website. Head over to talktech.com.au. Oh, that was a great show this morning. And uh, thank you, mate. We'll catch you next week. Look forward to it.